Alrighty, everybody. Good afternoon, Guru and Wiz. Fantasy Football Podcast. Happy Wednesday. Doing things a little differently this week. Unfortunately, I'm on the road a little bit, so i got to mix it up a little bit. So Wiz and I will be going through the rankings this week first, and then we'll take care of game lines. There will be a few prop bets for the game tomorrow night, but they're not out for Sunday yet, so we won't be doing anything there. Wiz, how you doing this afternoon? Yeah, doing well. Getting ready for the end of the fantasy football regular season and then the playoffs and – We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it shakes out. Yeah, you know it's funny. It was uh, I remember us talking about this? Maybe it's kind of like week four or week five. I think we had a conversation, and, and I and I I definitely got off to a really slow start in fantasy this year. I kind of made a commitment in a number of leagues uh, to draft both Chris Godwin and. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, both play. Uh, obviously, Hopkins was out for his first six games, and Godwin was trying to find his way back. Uh, and it cost me in the standings uh, definitively. I was I was off to a very very shaky start, and I kind of turned around and I added up all my winning percentages in the leagues I'm in with, and I am currently sitting around sixty percent. So it's been a nice comeback. I think those two players have been uh, integral in uh, in the bounce back as the season's kind of worn on. Uh, but this is going to get hard at the end. You know, we talked we talked about this yesterday. Uh, injuries every single year it seems like someone comes out of nowhere uh, to to make an impact in the fantasy playoffs. Uh, we have a number of teams trying to figure out what they're going to be doing at running back. I'm sure we're going to see more injuries. We'll see if players rest. Who comes back from injuries? So there's a lot to be determined here. With uh, you know, so I think. Uh, I think you got to stay steady and um, and make sure that you're on top of things. It's week 13. There's jostling for the playoffs going on. And obviously next week's a real challenge with six teams uh, being on a bye. Yeah, when it comes to fantasy football, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And, uh, you know, you can get off to a slow start or whatever, and there could be bumps along, along the way, but you got to really position yourself and, uh, <clears throat> and try and win those games for 15, 16, and 17 because – as I always like to say, there's only one team in every league that does not lose their last game. So that's the most important thing, and uh, we'll see um, we'll see how it finishes up. But uh, let's get to uh, DraftKings for uh, the action this week. All right, so I, I'm going to keep fading the player, Wiz. I, t- I faded him last week. Uh, this week he goes against a former uh, – by the way, we're going to talk about this line later on as well. But uh, the Broncos come into town against the Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson, like I said, has not been the same really since the first few weeks of the season. Uh, hasn't been able to get in rhythm. I don't know if he's playing hurt. I don't know if he's playing distracted, but I'm going to continue to fade that player. One of the hottest uh, quarterbacks around uh, is Tua Tagovailoa uh, going up against the San Francisco 49ers. I think this is a tough matchup. I think the Niners mean business. Uh and I'm going to fade Tua this week. I think it's going to be a little bit more challenging uh, as he visits the Bay Area with uh, former San Francisco 49ers offensive assistant Mike McDonald, the head coach. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. As far as the guys that I'm going to go with this week, Wiz, uh, in that Kansas City-Cincinnati game, I love Joe Burrow at 6,900. This is a hot quarterback. Uh, I think that's a guy that you got to keep playing. We're going to get Jamar Chase back, though. I, I wonder what his usage is going to look like this week. Uh, but nonetheless, Joe Burrow's playing fantastic football. I, I really like that player this week. Uh, the other two guys that I'm going to be playing with uh, after a strong finish last week is Trevor Lawrence against the Detroit Lions, 32nd-ranked passing defense, 5,900 for Trevor Lawrence. And uh, you know what? Your Vikings still don't defend the pass particularly well with Mike White, 5,400. Those are the three QBs I like this week. 
Yeah, I mean, just see, we'll see what Mike, do, Mike White does against uh, some better teams. Uh, we'll see. I don't have, have a view on him either way. I want to play Trevor Lawrence at 5,900. Uh, I think he's a good value play. And then there are some quarterbacks when I look, and their price is kind of like in the range of Trevor Lawrence, and uh, I think there's a, there's a big disparity. So I want to play Trevor Lawrence at 5,900, and I want to fade Marcus Mariota at 5,400, and Daniel Jones at 5,500. So uh, those are my plays i'm kind of looking in the middle range and uh i'm looking for a little salary relief at quarterback all right uh, how about running back was I, I i'm guessing at least i look at the matchups at quarterback i don't want to jump the jump the shark here but looks like you have to play some of those top guys this week yeah running back you mean that run, yeah. running back is where i want to pay up um i just nick chubb is just a slam dunk eight thousand I want to pay up and running back with him. I want to pay 6600 for Andre Stevenson in a full workload against the Bills tomorrow night. And I kind of like what I saw from A.J. Dillon, and I think he's going to stick his nose in there against the Bears as well, be much more involved in the game, and I want to play him at 5600 So paying up for Chubb, Love Stevenson. I like uh, dealing a little bit of value there at 5,600. And to me, Pierce, Damian Pierce just seems to be maybe a rookie running back, kind of like hitting a little bit of a wall, fading a little bit. So at 5,900, he's my fade. I much prefer the other guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm right with you on Damian Pierce. I think the last two weeks, I think he's averaged less than a yard per carry. I Granted, game script has not worked in his favor. Uh, the the Texans have looked dreadful, uh, so that's. But you got to consider that, right? And this is the first game that's going to be Deshaun Watson coming to his former uh, former home in Houston. Uh, let's see what he looks like in his first game back. Hasn't played football in eighteen months, so going to be some challenges there. But I, I, I am fading Pierce as well. I'm fading that Dolphin duo. They're sitting around the five thousand fifty two hundred to fifty five hundred level between. Most of them Wilson. Most of it comes in banged up. I don't like the Dolphins in this game. Was I? I really don't. It's 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 one of my game line picks this week. Um, so I'm fading those two players. I'm in agreement with you on Chubb. Uh, let's watch Jacobs. Uh, the the Chargers can stop absolutely no one. Uh, he's probably going to practice very limitedly. Uh, but that was the case last week, and he went off. Uh, but you got to play Jacobs. You got to play Eckler as well. I'm with you on Dylan. Uh, I actually cut Dylan in multiple leagues. Because uh, I just couldn't deal with it, I had paid up for him in auction leagues. I was trying to fill up some, uh, fill f- fill out some salary relief. I needed some help in, in my salary cap league, so uh, I got rid of him. But I, I like the way they used him last week. Uh, that's a player I like. And Brian Robinson, uh, who I like last week, I like him again this week at fifty three hundred. Was yeah. The thing about Jacobs is you have to be careful. They have an upcoming Thursday game. So he had a tremendous workload this past week. They have a Thursday game upcoming. So I'm not quite sure. I just have a feeling either this week or next week, he may either sit or they're going to really be careful with his <clears throat> workload. So that's the thing to keep your eye out on Jacobs and, uh, Good stuff. So, uh, why don't you take us out of receiver? What are you doing this week? I'm playing the hot hand. T. Higgins was. I, I, I'm staying with it. Seventy two hundred. Uh, I loved him last week. I thought he was the play of the week at receiver. Uh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't cause me any harm. That's for certain. Uh, so that's a player I'm going to continue to ride there. Um, yeah, I just think you know the setup is perfect for the guy. He's, he's playing. He's playing phenomenal football, uh, and he's going to be probably in a shootout. Right. That's that, that's kind of the way I'm looking at that game. So that's that's the player I love this week more than anybody else. 
Uh, I'm going to fade his teammate in his first game back, and that's Jamal Chase. I, I just I think you got to wait and see, Wiz, on that one. Uh, seems seems premature that that he's going to jump the gun. I actually have one more receiver that I actually love this week because uh, I kind of go back and forth. But Zay Jones is a little bit nicked up. Detroit is terrible against the pass. Christian Kirk at 6,300, Wiz, uh, is what I'm going to go with at receiver. And like I said, I'm, I'm fading I'm fading Jamar Chase. And I'm going to fade Tyree Kill at that number. He's coming in nicked up, but 8,800 is too expensive for me, Wiz. Yeah, so I'm with you on Kirk. I love, I, I'm going to stack Lawrence and Kirk this week, <clears throat> especially Kirk in that game coming off a quiet game. I think this is a terrific matchup against the Lions, so I'm loving him at 6,300. Tampa Bay played the Saints, I think, in a week two. Chris Olave had five catches for 80 yards. His line score should have read something like 10 catches for 220 yards. Winston was horrendous. He had 13 targets Olave. They could not cover him. They, Winston missed him all over the field. Two bombs for like 50 and 60 yards that he just missed him. I just don't think they could cover the player. And I think Olave has become a more refined receiver since the second game of the year to now. So I'm loving Olave at 64, loving Kirk at 6,300. And I want to fade Gabriel Davis because I just feel... I have not seen Josh Allen air the ball out, and that's the that's the territory where Gabe Davis makes his big plays. I think those short inter- intermediate throws is Stephon Diggs' territory. So until I see, and, and it may very well happen, I may eat my words, but I just got to say Gabe Davis until I see Josh Allen airing that ball out for big plays. Yeah, and that's going to be reflected in uh, my prop bets as well, is uh, what exactly the dynamic that you're talking about when it comes to the Buffalo Bill offense these days. I am going to go to tight end now, and I, I, you know, I think Kenny Pickett played his best game of the year. I think that's going to carry over to this week. I want Fryermuth all day, every day against the Falcons. Uh, he has confidence throwing him the ball and with the confidence uh, that Pickett played and displayed um, on Monday Night Football. I want uh, Friar Muth at 4,300. And... I just want to fade in a game where I think Hawkinson may have to defend against and help block against that Jets pass rush. I think I want to fade Hawkinson at 5,200. Um, I don't I don't really love any fades this week with the big players. I think all of them are bounce-back candidates, Andrews and Kelsey. So I, I don't have a strong view against anyone. But out of the guys that are 5,000 above, I just think considering that Jets pass rush, Hawkinson may be called on to block a little bit more. So Hawkinson, my fave, frame with my play. Yeah, uh, so I'm right with you. Hawkinson's the guy that I kind of looked at, and for the exact same reasons, uh, the Jets have been formidable up front, and uh, he may have to do some more blocking this week. So uh, I, I I thought uh, excellent points and uh, in complete agreement with that. I like George Kittle this week at 5,000 wins. I think it's re- relatively cheap price. I don't think the Dolphin defense is particularly uh, strong. I know they added Nick. Uh, I know they added Chubb, so that that does make a difference. But Kittle, Kittle at 5,000, I, I like that play. Uh, we've talked a lot about Foster Moreau, uh, 3,600. Uh, I, I like that player as well. And believe it or not, Evan Ingram looks interesting at 3,000. I know he was nowhere to be found, but he has popped up on a number of weeks. And against the Lion defense is one of those weeks where you can see a player like Evan Ingram pop up. So let me ask you this question about Kittle. If you see McCaffrey out, which at this point, no one is quite sure, but if you see McCaffrey out or limited, is that... 
enhance your view of Kittle, lessen it, or no, no change? In- enhance. Yeah, I think I agree with that. I think I agree with that one as well. I think um, it's just a lot of targets that would not be going to McCaffrey that will be going elsewhere, and I think uh, Kittle is certainly one of the prime beneficiaries. So with all of that being said, I'll let you lead the way. I was feeling pretty good about my break the slate guy, Elijah Moore, who probably was uh, rostered in, in not too many leagues, was my break the slate guy, and uh, he woke up for 2 for 63 and a touchdown last week. So uh, what do you got for us this week, break the slate? Yeah, uh, look, DeAndre Carter's a hot player. Was uh, Mike Williams doesn't look like he's going to play again. I, he's become a big option in this in this passing attack. Uh, Thirty nine hundred, I think, is an interesting play. Uh, I believe, and I've mentioned this player. You, you know, I have a sick fascination with this player. But the the Browns will be playing from in front against the Houston Texans. Uh, looks like Jordan Akins has woken up again, and uh, that's a that's a game where they'll be playing from behind. Uh, he had a key fumble last week, but he also had five catches for sixty one yards and a touchdown. Uh, Twenty nine hundred Jordan Akins, interesting streamer at tight end was. Uh, Jordan Akins should fire his agent and hire you. Nobody in the world has talked up this player more than you over the last few years. So <laughs> I hope he comes through for you. And I'm going to go with a guy that you mentioned before we started doing this podcast, just about some free agent pickups and different things. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Jalen Warren, who it looks like Najee Harris is going to play. I don't know what his touches are going to be. I, I got a feeling McFarlane's going to get in there and maybe Snell as well. But I just think the matchup is so enticing against the Falcons that if you see Warren a full go and Najee Harris sitting, I kind of think this could be a player that, you know, even like you said, maybe 12 to 15 touches of the game can uh, do something. So uh, I'm going to go Jalen Warren as my uh, break the slate guy this week. Uh, how much is he was, uh, Warren? 4,900. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I like that. I like that. All right. Awesome. Well done. So let, let's move to the game lights for this week, Wiz. Obviously, we have a game tomorrow night which I've noticed that line has actually started to move. The, the, uh, the Patriots are favored by three and a half against the, uh, sorry, Patriots are dogs by three and a half against the Bills at home. Uh, by the way, on, on weather this weekend, there is no weather except for tomorrow. That's a windy game in New England. Uh, but the rest of the the rest of the slate looks pretty clean. So I thought I'd give people a heads up on that. When that's going to be really affecting passing game, or yeah, looking at twenty five to thirty five mile an hour gusts uh, tomorrow night in Foxborough. All right, so uh, I have no view on the game. Uh, I really didn't delve into the player props, but apparently you have uh, strong views, and you're really going to attack this game tomorrow. So why don't you, uh, why don't you get to it and tell us uh, who and what you love as far as the game goes tomorrow. Well, being I'm flying to a state where I cannot put bets, uh, I've had to put those bets in already. So uh, they are in. You talked about Josh Allen, Wiz, and he can't get the ball down the field, I think, because of that elbow. Uh, that's where that's where I think the issue lies. You talked about Gabriel Davis; it's impacted him. Uh, Two hundred and seventy and a half passing yards for Josh Allen. Uh, I'm not seeing it. I think there's going to be a short passing attack. There'll be a couple of beneficiaries of that in the prop bets. So I'm going under Josh Allen two hundred and seventy and a half passing yards. 
However, I am taking the over Isaiah McKenzie, three and a half receptions, and I'm taking the over 11 and a half yards for Devin Singletary. Uh, let's, you mentioned uh, Ramondre Stevenson, who you like playing, and uh, I love him in terms of the passing game. Four and a half catches, 35 and a half receiving yards. Give me the over on both of those. And I think because of the win, down the field passing will be difficult. Hunty Hunter Henry did come to life a little bit last week. Uh, over two and a half receptions. I'm taking the over two and a half receptions on Hunter Henry. So a lot of player props. Do you have a view on the game? I saw the line was the Bills were four, right? Yeah, it's moved to three and a half. Uh, and, it, and the over-under has remained. At, 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 I think this will be, a, you know what? I, I think this will be a, I don't think the Bills are playing particularly well. They've struggled in the second half. They probably should have lost that game against Detroit the other day. If you give me a lean, I like the direction where it's going. I kind of like the Patriots in this game, was. Alrighty, um, I, I have no view. I'm going to be watching this game obviously with some interest. Uh, I have several players on uh, both, you know, both teams. So uh, from a fantasy football perspective, I'll be interested. But I, you know, I just don't have any views. I think what you have is uh, definitely a same game parlay, probably on DraftKings. Uh, all of those lines probably be up. So maybe you'll delve into that. Um, in terms of the weekend, I, I look at one game that I really like. I want to take the Kansas City Chiefs this week on the road against the Bengals. This is all part of the Patrick Mahomes revenge tour. And I listened to him talk uh, in, you know, like about games that he lost a year before in different things or, or not necessarily a year before, but the next time he gets to play a team that he suffered a loss to. And, uh, it seems like he is undefeated on the, on the revenge tour and that heartbreaking loss that they couldn't finish against the Bengals in the AFC championship. I think that irks him, and uh, he just seems to be as, as good as as good as Burrow has been, and that Cincinnati offense has been. I just have to play Mahomes in all of these situations. So my one play is going to be Kansas City, and I want to lay the two points on the road against the Bengals. That's my one play for this week. It's actually, uh, by the way, you? it's actually moved to one and a half. So I, I, I'm, it's gone down a little bit. Okay? Yeah, it's gone down. I actually am with you on that particular game. I, I, I like the Chiefs a lot at one and a half, so I'm with you on that game. Uh, I am... I think you're going to see the Atlanta Falcons in a kind of a must-win situation uh, at home against the Steelers. I know what you said about the Steelers, but they were playing this past week against the Colts, who were in complete disarray. Lots of things going wrong there. I like the Falcons this week for some reason, laying one point against the Steelers. Um, there are two lines that I am looking at that don't look right to me, Wiz. Uh, I don't know if you examine them, but that Baltimore-Denver line, Baltimore laying 8.5 against Denver. And I found it curious that the Raiders were just one and a half point underdogs to the Chargers. So both of those lines look odd. I'm staying away from them, but I just kind of wanted to point them out. Uh, but the one place I am going to is that is that Lion-Jacksonville game, Wiz. I am taking the Lions plus one. They're going to get their fifth win this week. And I'm taking the over in that game at 51 and a half. Yeah, I lean to the Lions as well. Um, I, I, I mean, that would be the other game. I didn't give it out, but that would be the other game I, I'm looking at as well. Again, I keep coming back to these teams that it just it's tough to repeat. So uh, when a team wins like an emotional game like that or they play a terrible game and bounce back. So the Lions have been playing hard, and uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be the type of game where uh, – both teams are going to have difficulty stopping each other. DeAndre Swift seems to be getting a little healthier and not on the injury report, but uh, I don't know how much he's going to be used. But I, I just feel um, it's the type of game that uh, could be a high-scoring game, and I, I lean to the Lions as well. So 
with you there on that one. All right, fantastic. All right, well, so that's it. Any any thoughts as we uh, head into the weekend? Like I said, I won't be around, unfortunately, so we had to do some of this stuff a little bit early. Uh, but any any other thoughts as we head to the weekend? Yeah, just, just you know, I'm sure a lot of leagues have their pickups. The first pickup of the week has already been Tuesday. A lot of leagues it's tonight. Most tomorrow. It is just a real difficult situation out there with – all of these injuries, the lack of transparency from these coaches of back of who's going to play, and uh, boy, there there is there is just a, a real difficulty. I think this is really a brain buster this upcoming week when you look at the Jets' backfield, when you look at um, the situation going on with the 49ers. Uh, there, there is just um, and and other situations as well where it's just difficult to figure out. Um, what exactly Pittsburgh, what's going to take place this week? Yeah, I don't know. And actually, another player that a lot of people are wondering about, especially with the bye week next week, will Justin Fields play this week? That's something that uh, remains to be seen as well. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, difficult to figure this out. Hopefully there will be more clarity as it gets closer to the end of the week and help people uh, with their moves. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult to try and uh, – Swap through it at this point. All right, Wiz, well done. Uh, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts. Uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, we'll talk on Sunday, obviously, Wiz, but next week we'll get back into a regular swing of things. Uh, I'll, I'll wish you a good rest of the week and uh, look forward to catching up later on. Yep, you got it. Same.